How's it, everyone? Welcome to Let's Talk Digital with me, Audrey Naidu. On this podcast, you will find uniquely South African digital content brought to you from a local perspective across the industry. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation. Welcome back, everybody. Today, sitting opposite me is Kerry Pressman, Agency Business Manager at Google SA. Welcome, Kerry. Thank you so much. Um, morning, Audrey. It's really great to be here and I'm excited to um, chat to you over the next little while. So, Kerry, um, please, before we start, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So, as you heard, my name is Kerry. I'm an agency business manager at Google South Africa. I've been at Google for nearly six years, which is crazy how time flies. Um, before I actually tell you a little bit about what I do at Google, um, before I joined Google, I uh, lived in New York. I was there for about a year working in the fashion tech startup space, so that was really, really interesting. But equally really exciting to come back to South Africa and um, you know join this vibrant digital media industry. Um, I was in an ad agency when I came back to South Africa for just over two years. Um, and then from there, I joined Google. And um, whilst at Google, I've held three different roles, all within the agency space. My first role was running a program called Google Partners. Um, the Google Partners program is um, a scaled agency program. And to date, I think we have over 1,000 agencies in South Africa that have enrolled into the program. So pretty incredible. From there, I then moved into a new role where I was leading agency training initiatives with Google. And that was for about three years. And at the beginning of this year, I moved into an agency business manager role. And um, what that role entails is I work very closely with um, agency to grow their business with Google. And a lot of my conversations that I have with agency CEOs in particular is around digital transformation. Well, I think you have a very colorful CV moving from fashion into yeah. tech. Um, yeah. How did you find the jump? Um, so, I mean, you know, my role from it, it was within the tech startup space. Um, and, you know, obviously, it, I was helping this um, company build their brand. Um, so there was obviously an element of marketing um, and helping build something from scratch, which is really, really exciting. Mm. Um, and then, of course, the jump into media was pretty vast, pretty massive. Um, I remember when I started um, in the ad agency that I was working in, um, you know, I was very lucky at the time that my manager really um, believed in me and, you know, just saw my potential and dropped me in the deep end as they do when you go into an ad agency. And I learned so much and grew so much. And, you know, I think it was all really worth it. But the jump was extremely massive. So I think with your exposure, even in Google, to global markets, what, in your opinion, do you believe the state of digital transformation in South Africa compared to global markets? So I think before I kind of tell you um, what I think in terms of South Africa versus the rest of the world or global markets when it comes to digital transformation, I think it's also good to just discuss, um, for me, there's two different types um, of business transformation or digital transformation. One that I'm probably a bit more close to and the other not necessarily. So the first one um, that I can think about is when we talk about digital transformation um, 
in terms of business. So that's, you know, for example, um, when you're moving um, your business into the cloud or you're undergoing infrastructure changes for your call center or procurement, um, you know, HR, etc. Um, the digital transformation that I'm closer to um, in my role at Google is when businesses transform how they operate, when they bring um, marketing and technology and their organization much closer together. And of course, when I say that, it doesn't mean that they bring these three closer together and then the, the job stops. No, not at all. It's mm-hmm. really a continuous journey. So, so when I talk about digital marketing transformation and when I look at South Africa versus the rest of EMEA, um, oh, sorry, the rest of the world, um, I'm actually in quite a fortunate position. I have some data for you. Okay. Um, so that's that's really awesome. But um, I'd say probably towards the end of last year, Google um, worked with BCG to commission a piece of research around digital marketing transformation globally. And um, I'm going to look at the lens of EMEA because that probably makes more sense um, when we think about South Africa within the kind of global arena. And um, this research kind of journey that we went on with BCG, what they did was they looked at and they obviously um, surveyed and worked with, I think it was over 200 businesses um, and experts within the field um, who they interviewed and obviously collected research from. And they identified four stages within the digital marketing transformation journey. And these four stages are, um, it's nascent, um, it is emerging, it's connected and multi-moment. And these kind of represent the index of that digital marketing maturity that a business would kind of fall into, depending on the stage that they're at. And the multi-moment represents businesses that are really on that deep journey to transforming their um, digital marketing function. Um, And essentially what this means is that they are truly or have truly integrated data and advanced technology to deliver best-in-class consumer experiences. And not only that, but they're having a lot of business impact. So um, these advertisers and brands that identify as multi-moment, they kind of are at that pinnacle of their journey of transformation. Um, ha- when I say business impact, they you know have reported 20% increase in revenue, 30% reduction in cost savings. So pretty incredible stuff. Mm. But why I'm telling you this is because in EMEA, only 2% of the businesses that were that form part of um, the BCG study um, found themselves in that multi-moment um, stage of their digital marketing transformation journey. 2%, it's tiny. That's tiny, yeah. It's really, really tiny. So when I'm asked the question, well, how can, you know, how is South Africa faring against the rest of the world or EMEA? In actual fact, everyone is still very much at the beginning of their transformation journey. And, you know, a lot of the businesses that, um, you know, we surveyed um, from this research were probably more in the emerging, you know, connected um, part of their journey. So very much in the middle. So, you know, is South Africa behind? Um, I don't necessarily think so. Um, I think that this is still a very new topic. It's still a very new space. And um, I think it's a really, really exciting space. No, definitely. So in your opinion, which verticals are getting this right? Um, In South Africa. In South Africa. So I don't think that there is only one 
vertical getting it right you know and again if i put if i look at my lens of um what i'm exposed to at google i think there are pockets of excellence across the board um and not just one vertical um and if i think about some of the verticals that i think are or industries that are doing really well a couple come to mind um within the retail category um within the insurance category and within travel and i think you know obviously at google we have um a lot of case studies we've worked with lots of brands locally um where they're you know at the beginning or even you know in the middle stages of their transformation journey and there are so many cases that i can reference where um they've done some incredible work so i mean i'll reference a few um obviously we don't have all day um but hopefully the guys that are listening can um go look at the think with google sub-saharan african website to really look at the detail of these case studies but one that really comes to mind that i think is pretty incredible is um google partnered with macro um to understand or they wanted to kind of understand um the impact of online to offline and um we went on this journey and and, and it was a long journey together um with their partners obviously with the client um and with Google along the way to understand the impact of um the online consumer journey and how that's impacting offline purchases um, and i'm not going to go into detail around you know what they did and the products that they used but they were really truly able to understand the full customer journey the full omnichannel consumer they were able to bring data from lots of different sources their analytics data their offline transaction data they brought that into the cloud they used bigquery and machine learning to um analyze and understand consumer behavior and what they then did was they plugged that back into how they optimized their media i mean it's pretty incredible um that's one such example again case study available on think with google um within um you know travel uh, and retail again we um partnered with jumia to um where where they utilized um smart bidding solutions and machine learning to optimize their bidding at scale also saw incredible results from a business impact perspective right because it's really important to understand that going on this journey it's it's not just about running media and seeing the impact um that media has but what is the impact that media has on your business um so that's kind of what we're how we're working with brands to really understand that kind of um into end journey so um Are there any common themes emerging from the brands that some of the words you've mentioned? So, so yeah, there there are some emerging trends. I think um for me and I kind of just alluded to it now, but what I think is you know, what these brands have in common um and what the tr- and what the trends are that they're kind of exhibiting is that digital media can impact your business. So in other words, if you're prioritizing digital measurement, you're able to truly understand the value of digital media and how it can actually grow your business. Um so aligning marketing and business together can become really really powerful. Um another trend that I see which really excites me is that these brands are often first to market. They're not waiting for the case studies to be published in a public forum. They're actually saying, you know what, we're going to test we're going to iterate and you know what we may actually fail and in some cases if we fail we're going to pick ourselves back up we're going to learn from our mistakes and we're going to continue so it's it's that you know they're not scared that fear doesn't exist because they're willing to take that risk 
Um, and then I think also the last trend that I see happening within the digital marketing transformation space and um, what I think is also really important is that these brands are breaking down silos um, and they're not, you know, so, so where, where teams are no longer separate or potentially have separate reporting lines, but they have very, very common goals. You know, I mean, one, one example is when you hear of BI teams working directly with marketing teams. I mean, you take for granted, you think that that happens, but it doesn't. But when it does happen, it's really, really powerful. I think what you say is so important that marketing has to redefine, re-engineer itself to adapt to um, to actually growing in the digital transformation space. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it's it's exactly that. You know, not only do you have to like re-engineer, but I think you need to take a step back and just assess um, has the way that we have been working serving not just our business but our customers. And I think people often don't take the time to really understand um, that, yes, your business and making money, we're all in the business of making money, absolutely critical, but people are buying our products and are we being customer first? Um, that's first and foremost what we need to think about as businesses. Well, I was in a meeting the other day and somebody said, interesting is we're missing the customer in the room. Because marketers or business people tend to put uh, business revenue targets before the customer. And we often make assumptions of what the customer needs without fully understanding those insights of actually what the customer is really doing online. Um, and that is changing is like, like you said, is using data to inform your decision making. Um, and, and how do you look at the different touch points at the different phases of your customer buying a journey? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's such an important call out that you've mentioned. Um, you know, often we make assumptions about people. We label who we think our audiences are. And um, really, like, you know, at the end of the day, our audiences are not homogenous. Um, people are different. They experience their days very differently. They have multiple devices. They're, you know, going about their day. And, you know, as brands, we can provide utility, but it's about understanding our consumers first and foremost in order to actually do that. So, Kerry, I mean, we spoke about those brands that are getting it right. Let's talk about the brands that are actually lagging behind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Brands that are lagging behind, um, what's common for me um, that I've seen, uh, you know, in my time that I've been at Google, and that's, you know, nearly six years, is brands that are, you know, essentially or potentially at risk of falling behind are the ones that are not prioritizing digital measurement. Um, so when I came to Google nearly six years ago, I was shocked at um, how few brands at the time were um, actually measuring digital media. It, it absolutely shocked me to my core. Um, you know, that's something that I took for granted. That's like a hygiene factor. Um, are you understanding when you're running a campaign um, what the impact of your money spent was? Like, how is that actually impacting um, sales, um, leads, or whatever it is that you're, whatever objective you're going after? And, um, you know, things have improved over the years, 
but I still see lots of pockets of brands really um, not prioritizing this. They're not putting this at the center of everything that they're doing. Um, so for me, if you're you know, not prioritizing digital measurement as an absolute foundation of everything you're doing, you're really at risk of not just wasting your media spend, but again, um, you potentially sitting on this data, your own data of people that have interacted with your brand, purchased from you before, um, data that no one else has access to that you could be leveraging to drive business impact that is just not being taken advantage of. So that for me is the first thing. And the second thing, which is quite closely linked is, and, and we've kind of already discussed this, is um, brands that are falling behind seem to think that um, your audience on TV is different to your audience on YouTube, is different to your audience on Facebook or someone that's searching. And it is so critical to understand that, yes, you are probably going to reach people only on TV or only on Facebook or only on YouTube. But there's a massive overlap of people who you're going to reach on all different channels. Like I said, these people are going about their day. They're turning to, you know, the internet to either look for information whilst they're watching TV. And how can we make sure that they're exposed to your brand in a very seamless way? I mean, I cannot tell you how often um, I've been, you know, I've seen a billboard, for example, um, that uh drives me to a web page that actually doesn't have the same information that was um, exhibited on the billboard. I mean, just simple things like that. You know, I think um, what, what that kind of brings me to my last point is that brands that are falling behind are the ones that are not getting the basics right um, and not prioritizing digital measurement and understanding um, the impact of um, the campaigns that they're currently running. I mean, very basic, but again, you know, taking for granted that brands are not necessarily prioritizing this. And then, of course, once you collect the data, how to then analyze it and understand your audiences and, you know, map out that full consumer journey um, to truly harness first-party data, um, which only you as a brand have access to. Okay, cool. So what tools, resources, tech, etc. can Google Assist marketers and agencies with? So this question actually really excites me because I'm sure you're probably wondering why I mentioned this BCG research. Why did Google go on this journey? It's all fun and well that we identified the four sort of stages of this digital marketing maturity index. But what Google then did is we decided, well, how can we take that theory um, of those different stages of your marketing trans your digital marketing transformation um, and turn it into a reality. So what we did was we created something called the digital marketing benchmarking tool or the Google digital marketing benchmarking tool, um, which is a free tool available online um, to brands and agencies where they can actually map out where at which stage they're at. So you would obviously have to um, fill out a survey. It's done online, obviously only um, private to you as your brand. Um, and essentially it maps it out to what we call the five A's framework. And what this framework um, is, is or represents is the five A's are audience, assets and ads, attribution, um, automation and access. Yes. So the five A's. And um, what I love about the tool is then once you kind of have identified at what stage you're at at this journey, um, it, it really helps you to build a strategy to understand, well, where should I be focusing on? Um, because, I mean, I think the biggest mistake 
when um, companies go on this journey is trying to do everything at once, trying to focus on every area at once. I mean, the five A's is a really great way to kind of hone in on what those areas are. But I wouldn't say that you're going to tackle each of the five A's all at once. I would prioritize what's most important to your business and where you're going to have the most impact, both in the short and the long term. So this is, like I mentioned, a tool that's free for anyone to utilize the Google Digital Maturity Benchmarking Tool available online. Um, I definitely would recommend um, as a first starting point to um, taking the survey um, and seeing where you fare on your digital maturity index. So once brands uh, conduct the assessment, would they get uh, recommendations or suggestions? Yes. So what happens is you kind of conduct it. Um, And then we send you a customized report. And what this report will then do is it will obviously kind of map out um, based on the answers that you um, gave. uh, Where do you fall within the stage? Um, And then the next natural layer is from the five A's. Again, how, how are you mapping? How are you mapping yourself against um, your own maturity, and then you know almost giving you recommendations on focusing on this area in order to move up the stage of your journey. I know this is an obvious question, but do you believe that there is a time frame that brands can actually adhere to or use a suggestion or is it all based on the level of improvement or progress that a brand is committed to make based on suggestions? Yes, I mean, we wouldn't give um, time suggestions on the, you know, in the report that we give you. But I mean, one thing I'll say is that digital marketing transformation um, and going on this journey should not be seen as a short-term project. It is a long-term project. Yes, of course, within each area that you potentially focus on, there are going to be short-term gains. Um, You're going to be focusing on or mapping out one or two big projects. And in each of those projects, you're going to have very small milestones. Um, I think it really depends on the area that you're focusing on and then, um, you know, being realistic about the time that it's going to take. Because I think, um, you know, if, if, for example, you land up, being or your brand is in the nascent stage right at the beginning of digital marketing transformation i think it's very unrealistic to then set a goal to say in a year's time we're going to move from nascent to multi-connected which you've skipped two stages of your transformation journey um i think you need to be very very realistic in setting um expectations that are doable that are achievable um, and maybe moving from one stage to the next in that very order is probably more advisable than trying to skip the stages. And, you know, um, as my colleague says, um, you know, it's so important to eat your veggies before your dessert. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, and I think that that's absolutely critical. You've got to lay the foundations and then build upon those foundations. So are agencies adapting to the current uh, changing environment? So, I mean, you know, I'm sure you and your audience have been reading the news. Um, It's quite dire in terms of the way that the media is reporting on the state of um, agencies globally, right? Um, You know, there's there's lots of um, talk around uh, consultancies 
um, coming in and, you know, potentially eating their breakfast, um, business models um, becoming or potentially becoming obsolete within the next couple of years. So, you know, at Google, we've also recognized that we need to talk about this. It's, it's, it's really important that as an industry, we debate um, what this means and what it means to transform as an agency. So, um, led by my manager, Lorraine, uh, we've started a narrative at Google, particularly with media agencies around um, the agency of the future. And a lot of the discussions we have is, you know, how do you future-proof your businesses? How, how do you understand um, that, yes, you make money through media, um, but you're going to need to look at additional or alternative revenue streams to keep your business afloat? Um, so, so that narrative has started, um, and it's something that I'm really passionate about, that my team is really passionate about. And again, um, it, it's great to have that dialogue with um, the clients that we work with. So, you know, our agencies and our media agencies thinking about this? Absolutely. Um, are they changing? Well, it's not overnight. And um, I think that it's something that they definitely need to prioritize. But I think what um, I think we need to focus on is that it, it's not a one-sided transformation, that agencies are not the only piece that needs to transform. Um, the ecosystem needs to transform. The brands that hire those agencies need to transform. And I think in South Africa, what's happening um, in the ecosystem is that things like procurement um, are really eroding our industry because I don't think that we can have um, a meaningful conversation when you're talking about procurement and cost efficiency and digital transformation in the same sentence. The two just don't go hand in hand. Um, and that's why I really think that, um, you know, we need to have a dialogue around around that topic um, to really get into the, the, the nuts and bolts of how we can transform as an ecosystem. So I'm going to ask you a question with regards to agencies and you continually gravitate towards media agencies. What, in your opinion, um, is creative agencies doing to transform and have you found this to be a challenge? So in my role at Google, I don't uh, work with creative agencies. We've recently hired um, someone who will be focusing on creative agencies. So it, it's very much the beginning um, of this journey um, and I think it's 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 an important journey for us to go on and again for um, the creative um, agency ecosystem to also go on um, I, I think it's still very much in its infant phase um, there is you know from our perspective we have built so many incredible tools um, creative automation tools that um, can drive a lot of efficiencies within creative agency businesses. Um, and that's just one area, um, you know, that I'm mentioning. But there's so many different ways that we can work and partner. I think partnership is so key here, whether we work with media or creative agencies, um, to really understand how your business is or what, how are you going to transform your business in the next five to ten years. Um, and how Google can really assist you in that process and in that journey. Um, so the entire ecosystem needs to transform. So whether it's media, whether it's creative agency, um, all agencies really need to think about um, what could my business look like? Can, will we be obsolete? 
um, in the next five years and how are we going to continue growing and making money um, and I can tell you now that if you think that the same way that you've been making money for the past 20 years is going to sustain you within the next five to ten years um, you know I just don't think that that's very realistic so it's something that every single company needs to really be thinking about I think those are critically valid points because I think the the market is in turmoil. Um, And I say that quite literally because uh, people don't know how to change. Um, And I think because we are dependent on so many different areas of the business or even the industry is that we're not seeing change happening at the same time as a whole. So there's pockets of change um, and we're not all speaking of the same page. So it's going to take time, like you said, but I think if everybody puts on the mindset of we need to change, we need to find out how we do things differently, then we're going to see traction in the market. Absolutely. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. I think that it's n- there's no better time um, for us to change. But actually, I'll take it one step further. If you don't change, then your business could be in very big trouble. There's absolutely there's no two ways about it. Um, you know, it's something that each of us needs to prioritize, not just on. Um, you know, one level of the business, but every level of the business. And um, from, you know, all the way to the top, it should trickle down to the bottom and and obviously from the bottom to the top. Mm. So, Kiri, just to end off, what would be some of your recommendations to marketers and brands to drive progress in transforming? So, first and foremost, I think that if you're going on this digital marketing transformation journey, you really need... um, C-suite or C-level buy-in as a starting point. Um, so, so that is step number one. Step number two is um, diagnosis. So understanding where you're at at this point. Where, where are you on this digital marketing kind of maturity index? Um, and of course, you know, I've mentioned earlier, we now have this um, Google digital marketing benchmarking tool, which actually enables you to understand exactly where you sit on this index. Um, so if this is something that you're going to embark on, where you're understanding um, at, w- at which stage you sit in your journey, I would get people across different functions within your business to sit together and actually um, do the diagnosis together. Um, And in this progress of understanding and diagnosing exactly where you're at, I think doing it collaboratively is way more powerful because when teams sit in silos, um, you have a different view of where you're at. You're potentially fearful that if you mark yourself too low, for example, you're going to be found out. Whereas I think um, you should be viewing this process as a humbling experience, an experience that gives you an opportunity to really take a step back and, and understand um, that maybe you are right at the beginning, you're in the emerging stage of your journey of transformation, um, but that's totally okay. And I think lastly, um, what I'll say is bring your partners in very, very early on this journey. Um, And when I say partners, it could be your agency partners, it could be your media partners like Google and others. Um, Because, I mean, ultimately, you know, you're going to embark on this uh, process of it's 
all the way from change management to how you organize your business through to how you run your media um, and the use of technology. And you really need to make sure that you're harnessing your partnerships um, as strongly right from the get-go um, so that you can really be successful in this journey. So it's not just about organizing yourself internally and bringing in the right um, people together internally, but externally. How are you utilizing the relationships that you have with the partners um, that either you hire or that you work with um, and really making it a collaborative experience? Thanks, Kiri, for joining us today. Thank you so much. It was really um, awesome to speak to you. And um, yeah, I look forward to uh, many more episodes of this podcast. Thanks so much. Okay. Hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in today. A massive shout out to the Infinity Media team in Santon in sponsoring today's episode. Don't forget to follow my Instagram handle at TalkDigitalZA. Comment on this week's episode share your ideas and who knows you could feature on the next one 